1: Well, that's Hurricane Fiona slamming Puerto Rico, leaving behind 20 inches of rainfall in some areas, landslides and interrupting power. New York City taking legal action in an effort to stop Texas from sending thousands of illegal migrants to the city. An axe-wielding man who tore up a McDonald's in a fit of rage walks free under New York's controversial bail reform laws. Despite a million new cases of COVID-19 a day in the U.S., President Biden says the COVID-19 viral pandemic is over with and bobs and weaves on a second run for the White House. A nightmare for commuters as the U.N. General Assembly in session this week, meaning road closures on the Upper East Side. All of Puerto Rico without power after Hurricane Fiona made landfall Sunday afternoon, packing winds of 85 miles per hour. Catastrophic flooding and landslides are reported as Fiona now eyes the Dominican Republic. Carmen Ulan Cruz is a former mayor of San Juan. He spoke to CNN. We are seeing tragedy uh, unraveling in front of our eyes again. And if things are not done in a different way, we're headed for the same results. Widespread 5 to 10 inch rainfall totals were reported across much of Puerto Rico with localized amounts up to 20 inches in the mountainous interior. After the Dominican Republic, the National Hurricane Center says Fiona will target the Southeast Bahamas, Turks and Caicos Islands tonight into tomorrow. Fiona is expected to stay easterly enough to miss the eastern seaboard of the United States. Well, New York City is now eyeing legal action to try and stop Texas Governor Greg Abbott from sending even more busloads of asylum seekers to New York City. And that from New York City Mayor Eric Adams Sunday. He was on CBS 2.
0: We have this heavy influx, and that's why our legal team is looking at what legal challenges we could do with Texas, as well as how do we properly ensure everyone received the necessary services they deserve. And we're going beyond our call of duty. Uh, What we're doing around health care, what we're doing around education, uh, we're going to make sure that everyday New Yorkers get what they deserve as well.
1: At least six more busloads from Texas arrived in the city yesterday morning. The mayor floated the idea of using cruise ships to house migrants who have been entering city homeless shelters by the thousands. At least 11,000 illegals have entered the city's homeless shelters since May. The city has opened 23 emergency shelters and expects to open 38 more, according to the mayor.
2: Oh, Back home. Back home. Oh.
1: Oh. Nine. Oh. Another instance of catch and release that's 31 year old Michael Pelicos, the axe wielding man rejected by a woman at the McDonald's on Delancey Street tearing up the establishment in a fit of rage on Friday after he was rebuffed by that woman. According to the Manhattan DA's office, Palacios was released following his raiment on fourth-degree criminal mischief and possession of weapons charges. Neither charge, though, eligible for bail under New York State's lenient criminal justice reforms. According to a criminal complaint, Palacios allegedly slammed two tables and a plate glass partition during that early morning rampage. Cell phone video of the incident shows three men at the McDonald's intervening by throwing punches at the man who appeared to remain calm. LSEO says one prior arrest for resisting arrest. President Joe Biden said the pandemic's over with. During an interview which aired yesterday evening on CBS's 60 Minutes, he referred to the Detroit Auto Show, which was largely maskless. The
0: pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's but the pandemic is over if you notice no one's wearing masks everybody seems to be in pretty good shape and so i think it's changing and i think this is a perfect example of it
1: biden was less definitive when asked whether he planned to seek reelection. he did qualify his remarks by saying it had always been his intention to seek another term and that election laws would come into play if he were to announce his candidacy at this juncture The interview was recorded before Biden flew to Britain to attend this morning's funeral of Queen Elizabeth II. Well, today is the very first day of many gridlock alert days in New York City with the start of the U.N. General Assembly in session as 140 world leaders are in the Big Apple. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown. New York City is out with its gridlock alert days, the first of the 19 days of
0: gridlock alert, kicking off today on the first day of the 77th U.N. General Assembly's week-long session. Drivers should expect numerous street closures. President Biden is scheduled to address the Assembly on Wednesday, so it's a good idea to avoid the side. People are urged to take mass transit during the gridlock days, which run through December. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early Morning News.
1: And expect closures throughout the week from 42nd to 57th Street from 1st to 5th Avenues between 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. Former President Donald Trump at an Ohio rally leveling a blistering attack Saturday night against President Joe Biden. Trump told uh, his supporters that Joe Biden's U.S. Justice Department was waging an unprecedented political repression against MAGA supporters. Now, Trump also said... Biden's inflationary economic policies were incinerating trillions of dollars of middle class wealth.
2: Under Biden,
0: Pelosi, Schumer and the ultra left Democrat Congress, our country is being ripped apart and the American dream is being torn
1: to shreds.
0: Sad, sad, sad what's happening.
1: And Trump called the investigations into January 6th, the January 6th riot and the FBI riot at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, unhinged persecution, citing the seizure of things like phones and evidence from scores of his supporters as well. Trump said the investigations and legal pressure won't deter him and are likely to boomerang the fall elections. Trump also said Biden's economies, which he said had just created one of the worst seven day periods in history for the stock market. A former Republican House Speaker, Newt Gingrich, warned that civil, civilization will in fact break down if crime rates in big cities all across the country continue to spiral and hands-off DAs fail to enforce the law. He appeared on the Cats Roundtable hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Catsimatidis. We
0: have to do something. Uh you go know, to a place like New Orleans which now has a huge murder rate, Philadelphia is going to have the most murders in any one year in its history this year. Uh, And I think people begin to realize you just you have to change the district attorneys and you have to hire enough police and you have to enforce the law.
1: Manhattan D.A. Alvin Bragg and Philadelphia D.A. Larry Krasner, for example, have come under intense fire for embracing criminal justice reforms while crime spikes in their cities. The rate of serious crime was up 35.6 percent in the last three months here on the Big Apple compared to the year before. Robberies, burglaries, grand larcenies and auto thefts all up. A fall in gas prices and President Joe Biden's success at breaking through legislative gridlock in Washington, D.C. to pass his agenda is surprisingly bolstering Democratic chances in November's midterms. President Biden's approval rating is up nine percentage points and the number of Americans who believe the country is on the right track has actually doubled. New York voters are applauding President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan as well. 56 to 33 percent, according to a Siena College poll. The 77 WABC Early News spoke to Siena College pollster Dr. Don Levy.
2: 57 percent of all New Yorkers and in fact, Uh, Two thirds of New Yorkers from New York City say that they think that this program will get New Yorkers out from under a difficult burden and actually in the end will give them a chance to achieve the American dream and uh, end up helping rather than hurting the economy.
1: Overall, 46 percent of registered voters say they back the Democratic candidate for Congress in their particular district compared with 44 percent for Republicans, a difference well within the survey's margin of error. Well, the public feud between Governors Gavin Newsom of California and Florida's Ron DeSantis continues to make headlines. This time, the issue stems from their two conflicting stances on immigration. On Thursday, the California governor slammed Florida Governor DeSantis and Texas Governor Greg Abbott for migrants being shipped all across the country. California Governor Gavin Newsom announced Thursday he has requested the U.S. Department of Justice to investigate migrant children being used as political props. Those migrants are used as pawns to humiliate and dehumanize. What uh, Ron DeSantis
0: is doing is a disgrace. It's almost monstrous. And I say that not lightly. I say that quite thoughtfully. He's got kids. I have kids. You saw those young girls with backpacks no older than his children my children, being used as political
1: pawns. On Friday, DeSantis responded to Newsom's criticism, saying the California governor's hair gel is interfering with his brain function. Newsom issued a response on social media to DeSantis' comments, saying the Florida governor is struggling, distracted, and busy playing politics with people's lives. Newsom challenged DeSantis on a debate and vowed to bring his hair gel as the Florida governor is allowed to bring hairspray. Vice President Kamala Harris again ignored a question Friday about the arrival of migrants near her Washington, D.C. residence. And then later on Friday, her husband, second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, called it shameful and a political stunt.
0: I think it was shameful. These are human beings. These are people. They needed to be treated with dignity and kindness and respect. And they weren't.
1: Texas Governor Abbott sent two buses carrying 101 migrants that arrived Thursday morning right outside the VP's residence at the Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C. The group included migrants from places like Venezuela, Uruguay, Colombia and Mexico. Multiple migrants, as by Fox News Digital said, they think the border's wide open, contrary to what Harris said Sunday during an interview. 77 WABC News Time 515. Time to head over to Justin Ellick for a look at sports. Well,
2: thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early early news sports update. We've got a couple of winners to get to on the gridironers today as both the Jets and Giants came out on top in their week two matchups. Let's start with gang Green, who were in Cleveland, taking on the Browns after last week's loss. Jets fans were calling for the benching of quarterback Joe Flacco. But after yesterday's heroics, they're singing a much different tune. Go over the middle, it's caught!
0: Touchdown, Garrett Wilson! The Jets trying to pull a miracle comeback! 15-yard strike from Flacco!
2: That call courtesy of CBS Sports. A miracle comeback indeed as New York scored twice in the span of 60 seconds to steal a 31-30 win on the road. As Flacco registered four TD passes and route to the win, the Jets snapped their 13-game losing streak in September and will try and make it two straight next Sunday back at home with the Cincinnati Bengals coming to town. And now for your 2-0 New York football Giants. As for the first time in six years, the G-Men remain undefeated after week two with their 19-16 win over the Carolina Panthers yesterday. After getting food off their home turf come halftime, the boys in blue came out with a vengeance in the second half and were able to pull out the low-scoring victory thanks to the right foot of Graham Gonneau with just over three minutes to play. Grand snakes sneaks it through and does it
0: against the Panthers. And Brian Dable and the New York football giants are 2-0 for the first time since their last playoff trip in 2016.
2: That call, courtesy of Fox Sports, head coach Brian Dable is indeed winning over Giants fans as the G-Men will try and stay perfect with the Cowboys coming to town next Monday night. Local teams were perfect on the diamond as well as the Mets and Yankees both came out winners yesterday in their respective series finales. The Yankees took care of the Brewers by a score of 12-8 to with Aaron Judge blasting two more long balls to come within two of Roger Maris' mark of 61 in a single season. As for the Mets, they bested the Pirates at home in Queens by a score of 7-3, to completing the four-game sweep in the process. Mets are in Milwaukee at 7.40 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Yankees are off before going to Pittsburgh tomorrow. For more sports content, follow 77WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with the Early News Sports Update, I'm Justin Ullig on 77WABC. All
1: right, thanks, Justin. Lou Dobbs now has your financial report. This
2: is the 77WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
0: I'm Lou Dobbs. Wall Street preparing for another interest rate hike. The Fed September meetings begin this week. Big news for one embattled EV maker. Wall Street coming off its worst week since mid-July. The market trying to recover from last week's sell-off. Mixed economic reports and grim earnings reports have investors pulling back. The Fed September meetings begin tomorrow. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell expected to announce a third consecutive 75 basis point rate hike. Powell and other Fed leaders have said they won't slow the current pace of rate hikes. Inflation still running at more than three times the Central Bank's target of 2%. Embattled EV maker Lordstown Motors still all-in on its flagship vehicle. Now the Endurance truck is getting high praise. The all-electric pickup, a semifinalist for the North American Truck of the Year Award. The winner will be named in early January. The company has cut production and delivery targets, however, for the Endurance this year, largely because of supply chain issue. Lordstown Motors stock down 45% this year. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC, this is the Lou Dobbs Financial
2: Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
1: All right, checking futures this morning. The bleeding continues. The Dow down 225 points at 30,697. The s and down 30 and a half. The Nasdaq's dropped 108 and three-quarter points. Gold down 11 cents. At $1,672.50, as for crude oil this morning, down a twenty a barrel at $83.91. The WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Well, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has refused to coordinate with New York on illegal migrants that Abbott has been busing to the city since May. New York City Mayor Eric Adams made the comment Sunday as uh, six more bus loads arrived from Texas yesterday morning. Speaking on ABC's this week, Adams said the city was not being notified of when those buses would arrive.
0: We're not asking for people all over the country to send people to New York uh, merely because they don't want to uh, take on their responsibility to help those who are seeking this American dream. That is not what we're asking for. We want to continue what we've always done, and that is ensured that people who came to the city were treated in a humane fashion.
1: Adams made the rounds on Sunday's talk shows, including networks like CNN and ABC, calling the migrant situation a humanitarian crisis made by human hands. He blasted Abbott and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who sent mostly Venezuelan families to Martha's Vineyard last week for what he referred to as political ploys. Was a pack street fair was in full swing a few blocks away. Four people were shot, one fatally in Queens on Sunday afternoon. This happened on 41st Avenue, right outside a corner market in Elmhurst. The entire area was roped off for an investigation after that. And investigators say the victims were believed to be targeted and the shooting was most likely gang related. Police commissioner Sewell arrived on the scene late Sunday afternoon and many people in that neighborhood We're outside enjoying the day. In fact, there was a packed street fair just a few blocks from that shooting. One resident told ABC7 he was inside watching football when he heard gunfire.
2: Here has been very dangerous uh, lately. It's not safe. So, but yeah, that's all I heard. I thought it was fireworks at first.
1: So one dead, the three other victims expected to survive. The gunman reportedly fled on a moped. Tragedy in Brooklyn. A nine-year-old girl is dead after she was struck by a car while on a sidewalk. This happened right near East 12th Street in Sheepshead Bay Road Friday afternoon about 2.30. A 35-year-old woman was driving her Nissan Murano southbound on East 12th Street when she turned left into a driveway and allegedly struck this girl, according to the NYPD. The girl was rushed to a hospital where she died, and police say the driver remained at the scene and has not yet been charged. A tourist from Denmark shot in his back in New York City's Upper West Side. This happened Sunday morning after this tourist refused to turn over his cell phone and money to an armed robber. The man was actually on his way home from a party when he was uh, apprehended and approached by this gunman. Happened about 3.30 in the morning at West 103rd Street and West End Avenue. The unidentified male robber also demanded money from the man as well as his cell phone. Local resident Isaac Zablocki spoke to PIX11 News. My
2: wife was woken by a gunshot. The first thing she said to me in the morning was, I can't believe it. I'm sure that was a gunshot. And we didn't believe it until we read the news.
1: So this tourist, in fact, shot in his back as he tried to walk away after refusing the gunman's demands. The man who was born in Argentina, but is a resident of Denmark, taken to St. Luke's Hospital in stable condition, there were no immediate arrests, and the investigation is continuing, according to the NYPD. Well, it's been more than a week now since Suffolk County discovered its computer networks hacked. As some county services are still offline, as of this morning, the hackers are upping the ante. NBC New York learned from county officials the group that is behind the cyber attack has posted documents with personal information on the dark web and is now threatening to post even more if the county does not negotiate a price with them. Attorney Joseph Carbone Jr. spoke to NBC New York.
0: It's actually frightening. I'm scared for my clients. I'm, you know, this stuff, if it gets out, people can access their information, use it for Other purposes and really put my clients in, you know, some severe financial distress
1: along with the documents, the hackers released a threatening message. They will release more documents unless demands are met. The published documents include a county payment invoice for a court case, a name change application with personal information and a communication from an attorney to traffic court, his clients names, dates of birth and ID numbers. County officials add that the incident response team is addressing this information and working closely with law enforcement agencies. Representative Lee Zeldin, the Republican candidate for governor in New York State, vowed on Sunday to fire liberal Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg on his first day in office. Zeldin also reiterated criticism of his opponent, Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul, for standing by the state's controversial bail reform laws. Zeldin appeared on Fox News. Well, here in New York, we've seen Cashless Bell as a failure. It's caused crime to increase. It needs to be repealed.
0: Judges need discretion to weigh dangerousness. It is pro-criminal laws, DAs refusing to do their jobs, judges refusing to do theirs in some other cases, and people less
1: safe as a result. Overall, crime in New York is up by nearly 35% from a year ago, and Zeldin Who's running on a tough-on-crime platform criticized Hokel for refusing to accept his debate requests, even though absentee ballots will soon be mailed out. Zeldin argued that the federal government needs to finish the construction of the border wall, stop catch and release, enforce the Remain in Mexico policy, and support Border Patrol agents. He's also called on officials to stop incentivizing and rewarding illegal entry, and that at the federal, state, and local levels. Well, Hell's Kitchen is bugging out over those spotted lantern flies. Residents have now formed a lethal strike force of sorts armed with a killer concoction of dawn dish soap, water and vegetable oil to try and eradicate these six legged invaders. They are either going to get sprayed or stepped on vowed. Gigi stole. She is the leader of a six member crew planning to hit the streets Wednesday morning for the first time. And kill as many lanternflies as possible. And after that, this group plans on heading out two to three times a week, armed with this soapy concoction, which she said is kryptonite to these critters, killing them on contact. The dreaded insect, which are not dangerous to pets or people, arrived in the Big Apple in July 2020, but is a significant threat to agriculture. The pest is native to China and Southeast Asia. It bears black spots and gray wings and dines on up to 100 plant species. Well, an iconic symbol in Tinseltown is going to look a little different this year. Jacqueline Carl has a story.
0: the Hollywood sign in Los Angeles is getting a makeover. Starting
1: today, crews begin painting the iconic landmark. The job will take eight weeks and about 400 gallons of paint. This comes just in time for its 100th anniversary. The 45-foot high sign originally read Hollywood Land, but was shortened in 1949. It's gone through several repairs and was last refurbished in 2012. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. All right, 77 WABC News Time, 529. If you missed our top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, WABCRadio.com.
0: It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.